This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So now we welcome on the show, Brandon Scoopy Robinson. You can find him with Bally Sports, senior lead NBA insider over there. And he joins us on the GetMyPhoenix.com guest line. The Phoenix is a revolutionary technology helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedroom. Visit GetMyPhoenix.com to learn more. Brandon, Scoop, uh, happy opening night, man. How are you doing? Happy opening night. I'm doing good. How you doing? Doing really good. So we only got seven minutes before the tip right now. The Celtics are three and a half point favorites in this game. The total is 216 and a half. We kind we like Philadelphia here on this show. I think Embiid's going to win MVP. I think he should have been the MVP last year, to be honest with you. Who do you like in tonight's game? Uh, I definitely think uh, the Celtics are very underestimated. Um, I like the Celtics in this game, but I do agree with you on the 76ers' plight with Embiid. Embiid definitely should have been uh, the NBA's MVP last season, but um, Jokic definitely had different plans. And I also think that um, the Sixers, to me, their depth is so much better, but I, I still do have the Celtics winning this game. Scoop, uh, next segment we're going to preview this division that these two teams are in, the Atlantic, and we're going to talk about who we think is going to win. Competitive division, Boston, Philly, Brooklyn, you have the Raptors in there. Who do you think wins this Atlantic division this year? That's a tough one, uh, specifically because I, I really do think that um, when you look at the Nets and you look at their partnership, uh, this is the last year, year four, and I really think they have a, a depth to them um, that they really haven't had since uh, prior to the James Harden trade. But Philadelphia uh, is, is, is so much better also. Um, particularly because of um, just the addition of Tucker, who I think will pay dividends. Um, the Celtics are still the reigning Eastern Conference champions, and I think they're underestimated. I think Brooklyn and Boston are both underestimated, but I, I'm going to take Boston. Oh, excuse me. I'm going to take Brooklyn in this one. I think they have the chance to take the Atlantic. Wow, that is like a, that's saying a lot. That a lot is. of things have to go right. You must be very high on, on Ben Simmons because it feels like he's got to be the glue in order to get that done, no? Yeah, Ben Simmons, definitely uh, the glue in the sense of uh, the fact that, um, you know, he, to me, defensively is, is what I like uh, most. Um, I think he doesn't have to score 20 or 30 points a night, uh, but defensively against other uh, perimeter guys, I think it's really where he's going to benefit Brooklyn and the fact that he gets Kai off the ball quite a bit. Uh, but I also think there's other pieces on that Brooklyn roster, uh, namely, um, Nicholas Claxton, who I think both he and Ben Simmons are going to be monsters uh, on the break. Uh, and then other guys like TJ Warren, Seth Curry, uh, and, and Pat uh, Patty Mills. I, I really do think that the Nets have a complete 
uh, roster from top to bottom. And the only thing that's missing is really just a scorer like a Carmelo Anthony or a, a, a Dwight Howard. We'll see how their health goes this season. But I do like Brooklyn. Scoop, who's your dark horse in the East and the West? Not not teams that people are all talking about, you know, that were the top of each each conference last year, but teams that you think can really contend or make noise that are taking another jump this year. In the NBA's Eastern Conference, I definitely think it's the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, they were doing well last season uh, without uh, Donovan Mitchell. Uh, Coach Bickerstaff uh, definitely had a quality product on the floor that surprised many people uh, in the NBA's Eastern Conference. And, and the fact that they did it without a bona fide superstar, uh, you add Donovan Mitchell to the pot. I was disappointed that Lowry Markkinen, uh was, was shipped out, but I think he's going to do well uh, out West. But I, I definitely like um, Donovan Mitchell's uh, Cleveland Cavaliers because of Isaac Okoro, uh, because of Jared Allen, to, who to me the Nets got rid of hastily. Uh, I really do think that he that team just has a bunch of guys that all want to be there, and Kevin Love as well, uh, who I think is going to have a resurgence this year playing alongside uh, Donovan Mitchell. On the Western Conference side, um, that's a loaded question, but I, there's a couple teams that I see uh, that are surprise teams to people. Um, number one, the Minnesota Timberwolves, uh, who I think uh, got busy this summer. They weren't just aren't just busy, they got busy. Uh, Anthony Edwards, I think, is propelled to have uh, a superfluous amount of energy and, and, and will benefit. He is literally the, the Ferrari uh, that's, that, that has no boundaries on, on the Ben Franklin Turnpike in, in Philadelphia area um, because he's got guys that can protect him at, at, at so many different positions. And, you know, Carl Anthony Towns at his natural filling position at the four spot, I think definitely uh, will do well for Minnesota. Um, I, I think defensively, though, Rudy Gobert, I don't see him as the defensive player of the year. I do see someone like Bam Adebayo potentially getting that, that that crown this year in Miami. But I like the Timberwolves. I also like the New Orleans Pelicans. I like the product that Willie Green has on the floor. So a lot of lot of teams in the Western Conference that are competitive. It's not just the East that's competitive. The West is competitive also. Scoop, which rookie are you most excited to watch? Uh, obviously, you know, a lot to choose from. But looking at the rookie of the year futures right now, who's your pick? I'm really excited for Jaden Ivey, uh, Ivy, obviously. But, man, Keegan Murray's looked really good as well. I actually like Paolo Banchero uh, out in Orlando with the Magic. Um, he has a feel for the game that seems very stoic, uh, but but we've seen it before. Uh, Grant Hill, like uh, at times, uh, Ben Simmons and LeBron, like a big guard uh, that can play make, that can score. Um, and I think there's a level of maturity. I also like Benedict ben- Mathurin out in Indiana with the Pacers. I watched him during the preseason and really been impressed with his hops, uh, his ability to get to the basket, and I like his connectivity. Um, with the point guard there. So, yeah, those are the two guys that I like, uh, Matt Duren out in, in the Indiana and then also uh, Paolo Benchetto uh, with the Orlando Magic. Like those plays, Scoop. I don't know if you've gotten a chance yet to or if you have in front of you tomorrow's slate of games when we have every team getting underway in action. But uh, if you do, is there a game that intrigues you most that you're looking forward to watching tomorrow? I know the uh, the Dallas-Phoenix game late tomorrow night, obviously a rematch of the playoff series last year. That's going to be a good one. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I, there's a couple games that I actually like. Of course, the Brooklyn Nets and the Pelicans play tomorrow. Uh, in addition to that, I am interested to see the Wizards and the Pacers on the road. Um, the Wizards, I've spent a significant amount of time with them the last year. Um, and, you know, just their their uh, dedication to, to chemistry in the offseason is really what I, I – I, uh, walked away with. I actually uh, flew on a flight home with them 
Uh, we ran into each other randomly. We were all sitting in first class, and they were kind of giving me an airful. Humble just brag like there. Los Angeles. No, not a brag, <laughs> but really the opportunity to, to, to really learn how those guys um, really bonded in Los Angeles. And the fact that they had their whole training staff. So sitting there with guys that are six foot nine, as well as their training staff, they shared with me just a lot of their rehab process and how their point guard connectivity uh, has really helped them. Uh, Monte Morris, of course, growing up with uh, uh, Kyle Kuzma out in Flint. Uh, but in addition to that, looking at how much they're trying to fuse Kristaps Porzingis as well as uh, Bradley Beal, as well as Kyle Kuzma in one, uh, is really their focus. I think in an Eastern Conference where everybody pays attention to Brooklyn, everybody pays attention to Philadelphia, I think the Wizards are in a good position as a team that nobody, you know, people are looking at them as, you know, a, a team that can really be effective in the East. So I do like them. Scoop, how much do you like them, though? Like, what are we talking about in terms of seeding? Because you can like a team. I like I like the Pacers. I know they're not going anywhere. Like, I can, I can like a lot of teams like OKC. They're a fun product. But I know they're not doing anything. I know they're not going into the playoffs. Like, what are we talking? How much do you like the Wizards? I think that they could easily win somewhere between 42 and 48 games this season. Go ahead, Scoop. That's what I'm talking about. 42 and 48 games. Let's look at their win total. Scoop, who do you think is the most important player on that team outside of of Brad, would you say? Do you think it's Kuz? Do you think it's Rui? Is it Denny? Who do you think is the most important one? Well, well, I think Rui is definitely – He's definitely uh, impressed guys uh, in that locker room. Uh, and I think part of it started in how he conducted himself going into the season and, and playing in that game in, in Japan. Um, but in addition to that, Kuzma definitely, there's a mindset, there's a focus that, that I didn't really see last year because he was hurt for quite a bit last season um, towards the end of the season. So if I'm not mistaken, Bradley, Bill, um, Christoph Przingis, and Kuzma, played maybe somewhere between four to ten games together last season. I'd like to see them uh, be healthy um, and and really uh, compete in that Eastern Conference. There's no reason why, particularly with the fact that they added their point guard this offseason. I really like them, and I, and I want to see them do well. I also do like the Pacers. I don't want to sell you short either. I like Tyrese Halliburton, but like you mentioned before, there's certain teams, the Pacers are a younger team. The Wizards have some guys that are a little bit uh, – coming of age in their mid-20s that, that are looking to compete. So I, I like them. I like them as a dark horse. Dark horse. Get that. Dark horse. All right, <laughs> Scoop. All right. Who are some other teams that you think aren't going anywhere but have fun products that we should be watching on a night-to-night basis? Um, not going anywhere for a while. You get a Snickers. Um, I, the Sacramento Kings, to me, uh, fits that, that build. They're a young team. Um, I like the, the move to get Mike Brown. Um, I like the fact um, that he and that team are counted out. You look at the Western Conference overall, you know, you got even the Lakers, who I think are can battle for a play-in spot, but at, the, but at the same token, I think that the Sacramento Kings aren't talked about enough and for a lot of reasons. They, yeah. They've not been good. They've not been good. But I, I, I'm excited to see that young team compete. Keegan Murray uh, is uncertain against the Blazers, I read earlier, but I think ultimately when you look at – um, this Sacramento Kings team, I do like them. I'm excited to watch them. Um, yeah, that's what I have in the West. In the East, huh? I think the Pacers. I'm going to stick with that Pacers line. Pacers, um, I think looking at them in the preseason, they were a speedy team. Uh, and I, I watched them take on the Knicks. I also think the Knicks 
are an interesting uh, team, uh, particularly because I think R.J. Barrett doesn't hurt you. Uh, he's gotten better statistically every year or stay consistent every year. Um, I look at Mitchell Robinson and his offseason development. I look at um, Obi Toppin. Uh, and he's, there's a level of confidence that he has on the court. So I think the Knicks are another team that I'm, I'm looking forward to watching. Scoop, we only got about two minutes, but really quickly here, you know, it's funny because we talk about all these teams in the West, you know, especially a team like Minnesota, how much better they've been uh, gotten off in the offseason, obviously. But, man, like, I feel like people are sleeping on Phoenix. Are you out on Phoenix? What, what, you know, what, what do you think this is finally the year they get it done? If they haven't got it done the last couple of years, I don't know if this is the year, but uh, what are your thoughts on the Suns heading into the season? Um, the Suns heading into the season, to me, I like. I mean, anytime you have a Devin Booker who I, I, I look at as – uh, a, a sleeper in the MVP uh, selection process this uh, this season. Um, I think you're, you're you're looking at something. Chris Paul is still to me a point guard that can get guys involved, and I think that the Aiton controversy that was you know his money yeah. really and truly uh, doesn't have to be a thing if they win. I think Phoenix is in a very similar situation that Brooklyn is in, and by that I mean this: a lot has been talking about chemistry, people getting along, and money. Um, but winning cures all, and, and and I think that winning and making money and just being successful of what you do, I think um, I think that Phoenix is still in a good position. Um, I, I think that the Jay Crowder melancholy there. I think if they're able to make a move to get somebody who can replace them, uh, I, I still think that they're a high octane machine that can move. I, I, I like I like Bridges. Bridges to me, yeah. Cam Johnson to me, they both are just pieces on that team that just complement the well. Just like the Nets, Ben Simmons is a good problem to have on your roster. Same with, with the guys that I mentioned before on Phoenix. That's why I think there's so much parity between those two teams. I think if they start off well the first 10 games of the season, it'll continue. Thanks so much, man. Enjoy the games tonight. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Scoop. That was Brandon Scoopy Robinson on the GetMyPhoenix.com guest line. The Phoenix is a revolutionary technology helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedroom. Visit GetMyPhoenix.com to learn more.